wish I was a spaceman, the fastest guy alive. I'd fly you round the universe in Fireball XL5. Way out in space together, conquerors of the stars. My heart would be a fireball, a fireball. Every time I gaze into your starry eyes. Take the path to Jupiter and maybe very soon We cruise along the Milky Way and land upon the moon The wonderland of stardust, we'd zoom away to Mars My heart would be a fireball, a fireball Cause you would be my Venus of the stars Just realised he could ride a horse to this one. It should be a canter. What? Canter! It's what horses do. Can! Oh, did it? Okay. But though I'm not a spaceman, famous and renowned, I'm just a guy that's down to earth with both feet on the ground. Though it's all imagination, I'll never reach the sky. My heart is still a fireball, a fireball. Every time I gaze into your starry eyes, a fireball, a fireball. Every time I gaze into your starry eyes, a fireball. Fireball XL5. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Gator Community and Ronnie Barber's uh, Life from My Mouth. No, I've fully formed. I've, yeah, it's rubbish when you can't remember the name of your own show. How are you on a Friday? I've got some good tunes lined up. Um, I kind of uh, winded down. I'm getting very excited because I'm I'm checking out my net. You know, I love to go to the festivals with the, all these. Uh, yeah, I love my festivals, all the rappy stuff. I'm checking out the next one. However, I just want to put this into the mix right now. You know where people wear the masks, they don't put them on their mouth, but they hang them low. What about a double chin cradle? What about using the mask as a double chin? So you can put your chin and rest your chin in, in, the, double, in the mask. It's a double cradle mask. It's a double chin mask. Just a thought, putting it out there. I'm just going to make sure. I'm going to send off to the government and see if I can get like 10 million for that. All right, so um, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, what we've got today. We've got the ABBA. Uh, man falls in love with an ashtray. Uh, Rab, Dominic Rab, Rebelius, Rab, Rab Ramling, uh, won't recognise the Taliban unless he sees a mugshot first. <laughs> I'd like to see that, put that in front of uh, Dominic Rab, say, OK, we're going to uh, bring in a few uh, people from around the world and see if you can recognise them, and uh, if you recognise them, then we accept them. So let's bring in first, let's bring in the Iranian Khomeini. All right, yeah, bring in the president of Iran. Do you recognise him? Uh, no, no. What about this guy? Is he the guy from France? Yes. Reckon, yeah, it's okay. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, another tax manifesto breakage coming up. Um, black cat story. Stuffed giraffe probe. And demonic text. And portal in the sky above Glasgow. Oh, yeah, beauty. Anyway, just uh, I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't really do this during the show, uh, but I just, I've got to check out my uh, next festival I'm going to. It's the TRNSMT, which is next weekend. Oh, yeah, yes. Friday the 10th of September on the main stage. Get a hold of this as a lineup. You've got the Courtenayers. They're great. They're kind of like a, a folk combo. Uh, they get, you know, they get, yeah, uh, a bit beardy, a bit beardy. Uh, so are the blokes. <laughs> Sam Fender, he plays a guitar. Blossoms, I've heard of them. The Snuts are on. Oh, finally, we're going to get this. Uh, you know, this is a Scottish one. The Snuts are finally recognised. AJ Tracy. Exing Bang. Exing Bane. He's got no vowels in his name. <laughs> inhaler. Oh, that's X. Oh, no. It's X and Bane Inhaler. All right. So that must be for the Aspatics. X and Ben Inhaler. House Gospel Choir, good, a bit of gospel. Oh, wait a minute. House Gospel Choir, sports team. Little, oh, uh, King Tut's stage. It's a good stage, King Tut's. 
Little Sims. This is just on the what? This is just on the Friday, by the way. Little Sims, Joe Crooks, Griff Lathams, Griff the Lathams. Oh, she's good. Holly Humberstone. Oh, brilliant. She yeah, she uses a pummel stone to play her music. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, it's Holly Humberstone Berwin. Oh right, sorry, Holly Holly Humberstone Berwin. Berwin's coming along as well. A bit clingy, Berwin, but you know. Uh, Red, it's kind of the Andy Ridgely of the, yeah. Uh, Red Rum Club. Mm. Must be horsey. The Shambolics are going to be there. Oh, on the River stage. This is just, this is on the Friday at the TRN SMT uh, in Glasgow. The Ninth Wave. Walt Dis Disco. Vlur Gallus. Vlur Gallus are great. Another Sky. The Mysterines 1-9. Oh, they're a great combo as well. I think they play covers. All right, quick text just come in. Oh, uh, who's this from? Good morning, Ronnie. Happy uh, Friday. Is that you, Carol? Ah, uh, good. Yeah, oh, good. Uh, I must open up my emails as well. Uh, right, let's go and see what's on Saturday. Uh, main stage, Liam Gallagher. Another one. He he, um, he he was on last week. That's all. I mean, all right. Primal Scream, Keen. I know all these ones. Vistas. Picture this sea girls. Who are they then? Uh, King Touch Stage. Uh, King Touch Stage. This is the Saturday, by the way. I'm not getting any money for this. Perhaps I should. And we can we get this sponsored in future? Because this is for the kids. All my young listeners who love, they, they love this. I'm just I'm, I'm tying into the younger demographic. Is that allowed these days? You're allowed to. Uh, King Touch Stage. Becky Hill, Declan Welsh, and the Decadent West. Dylan John Thomas. Dylan Thomas. Dylan John. Is that poetry? The Murder Capital. Georgia Mary May. Or is it Georgia, then Mary May? Or is it Georgia Mary May? The Voodoos are on. Oh, the Voodoos are great. They come on and they just shove pins into the audience. It's great. Mike McKenzie. Um, oh, the Boogie Bar. Uh, we've got who we should hang out more there. Beth, Alicia, and Pretty Ugly. Uh, who's on King's Touch stage on the sun? Tom O'Dell. He used to read news for me on uh, a radio station. Joseph, Ash Ryan, Ryan, Mc Ash, Ryan McCullen, MS Banks, Koala. Oh, what? The Koala's back, everybody. Come on. You know you want to. Get your tickets now for the Koala, if you can bear it. <laughs> Third joke today. Luke LaVolpe and Tamsin. Is that Tamsin Outhwaite? She probably was on EastEnders. Anything else? Uh, oh, that's it. That's your full lineup there. So it's a TRM and then and it's the TRM and then uh, yeah, it's the TRN SMT uh, in Glasgow next weekend. I would just go and see Koala. Anyway, these these guys are coming back. I think it's quite a good idea.
of Pizza Express in Woking is an unusual thing for me to do. Jeff can't phone in today. He's uh, he's in the toilet. He says, listening to the new ABBA album. That's all right, Jeff. Uh, you're listening to Vague Radio UK, Ronnie Barber, live until ten, and then I'm back tomorrow between nine and eleven. Uh, and we do this thing after eleven. We do the cheesy tunes and weird uh, song collection. Tomorrow the theme is going to be uh, songs that have uh, uh, sound effects in them. Deliberately sound effects, not just kind of accidental ones, but uh, deliberate ones. So that's going to be tomorrow, uh, between 9 and 11, right here on Vague Radio UK. So ABBA coming back. Is it the right thing to do? Is it going to be like, you know, whenever boxers, uh, you decide to come back for another fight, you go, hmm, you know, are you sure? Because uh, you know, it never ends well. And I'm not sure. I think it's nice uh, to get Ag- Agnentha back. I like, she's 71. Uh, Bjorn is uh, 76, Benny Anderson 74, and Anna Fried is 75. They're re- returning with a rev- revolutionary concert. The foursome said they would never reform despite their huge worldwide popularity. I think it's about money, this. I don't know. I'm sorry. That might not sit well with you ABBA fans, but I've heard they're down to the last 10 billion. That's a nightmare when that happens, isn't it? You look at, you know, you're, you're doing well, then you say, just check my bank account, will you? Oh, your text has just come in. Who's this? Uh, <clears throat> who's this from? Oh, oh, he's in a what? He's, a, he's in. Uh, the, the Jeff's just come up with a great joke. What a loo! I see what you mean. Yeah, he's, I, I didn't see, read the whole text, Jeff. All right, because your your jokes kind of go on a bit, Jeff, don't they? They're a bit. Hmm. Uh, anyway, he listened to the album in the toilet. What a loo! What a loo! That's well done, Jeff. You've got a career in something. <clears throat> Uh, the foursome said they would never retor- uh, reform despite their huge worldwide popularity and reaching more than 400 million album sales. So t- t- so an album with 10 quid. So that's f- four... Yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, plus all the stuff they do. The singers of Dancing Queen and Angel Eyes. That's my favourite one. And the winner takes all and take a chance on me. What's the one that mentions Called You Last Night From Glasgow? What's that one? Oh, Super Trooper. Super Trooper, isn't it? The group split in 1982. Isn't this weird? I have to look back and go, what age was I in 1982? So 57. Uh, uh, 57, that's six. Oh, right. I was quite, I was still in my 20s. ABBA have revealed they're releasing their new first new songs for 40 years in the form of a studio album and play their greatest hits tour as digital characters. Uh-oh, it's all going to be digital. Bjorn and Benny were seen arriving in London Thursday ahead of making the historic announcement before appearing during, uh, during a live interview. So they've, they've all got one of these kind of things. You know when they're doing, like, testing on cars and things and they, they want to see your movement or runners? They've got always... Boy, they, they, they don't look bad, mind you. To be fair, Benny's a wee bit... Yeah, yeah, Benny's... He's... Yeah. He's... Uh, he hasn't found the salad bar. The hitmakers have teamed up with an 850-strong team from Industrial Light and Magic, founded by George Lucas, to create digital versions of themselves for the concert using months of motion capture and performance techniques. Oh, I tried this when I was on the radio. I went digital on the radio, and uh, it didn't end well there. Um, something, you know, it was an extension lead or something that get caught in a, a door. Something got electrocuted. Just a, it was a producer, you know, the expendable. I think they're at hospital now. It doesn't really matter. These producers, the real stars or the presenters. You know, we, we, you don't listen to a show because of the producer, do you? You listen to the show for, uh, yeah. Mind you, I'm producing this myself. This is a self-produced show. Don't you worry. Yeah, I produce this all myself, off my own. Oh, by the way, uh, the podcast figures were fantastic yesterday. I don't know what I did yesterday, but it was fantastic. Uh, so ABBA are going to come back, uh, but they're going to be digital. 
Discussing the plan for the tour, Bjorn said, we're here in London to announce our new music will take place just behind us in the newly built arena. Right. So he's built a new, what's a new arena? Okay. Uh, Benny says, I haven't been out there for 40 years. He hasn't been out, for Benny. That's a shame. He also been in some kind of pre-COVID lockdown that's rolled in, yeah. The first song I, 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 song, I still have faith in you, I just knew it had to be about us. Hang on. I, ah, but let's, let's have a listen to this now. Uh, I knew what? I still have faith in you. Oh, I, I still have, oh, right, here it is. Oh, it's out there already. Actually, will you listen to this then? This is Ab Abba's new song. I still have faith in you. Oh, what a song. I see it now. Through all these years, that faith lives on. Somehow, there was a union. Oh, lovely stuff. I love it, that. Great. Uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's the uh, the new one uh, from, uh, it's got to be gorgeous, isn't it? They're going to have to redo the Mamma Mia musical now, aren't they? Because they're going to add new songs and new scenes. The first song, I, I, I Still Have Faith in You, I still have, I knew, I just knew it had to be about us. It's about realising that it's inconceivable to be where we are. No, imagine, no imagination could dream it up. Oh, it's lovely to see them together. It's going to be called The Voyage are set to release a new album titled Voyage. Oh, the great stuff. Voyage. However, is it one fight too many? I put that out. That's today's phone in, everybody. Uh, Abba coming back. Is it one fight too many? Will there be a big kind of kickoff? And maybe they'll get knocked down and they won't come back up. So Abba are coming back. What else have I got for you today? Anything uh, vaguely interesting in the... Uh, oh, yeah, I've got the animal stuff. I've got another manifesto thing. How to hot, how to hot, how to spot hidden cameras in your hotel room. Right, yeah, because that's, I don't know about you, whenever I go into a hotel room, I immediately start charging. See, it's bugged, because I'll find, I'll sign the Official Secrets Act. Oh, yeah. I was in the RF, did you know that? Yeah. Uh, so I know stuff that maybe ordinary people like yourself won't know this stuff, but I know this stuff. Uh, so I have to check, and there's no bugs. Uh, but uh, they reckon that um, you have to check when you go into a hotel room just in case there isn't some pervert that's put a camera up there to watch your nookies. Mind you, I don't think. When was the last time I had any nook in a hotel room? Oh, Friday. Hey, it's Al Jardine's birthday today. He's, in, uh, he's born in 1943. One of the founder members of... Go on, go on. Beach Boys. That should have been slicker. Well, I walked up to her and I asked her if she wanted to dance. She looked up and nice, so I hoped she might take a chance. When we
Hot Meat Her Mum and Her Dad. And then he married her. Well, I think you've got to ask for permission. How are you? It's Vague Radio, everybody. You want to know where Big Al is? Big Al, yeah. Oh, broke about, yeah. He's morning, Ron. I'm on my way home already from a place not far from RAF Holton. Oh, that's where I did most of my damage to the RAF, uh, RAF Holton. Yes. Oh, yes. I've cleaned the toilets in the officer's mess several times in there. Yes, oh, yeah. And I've painted a few um, curbs as well. Nice canal nearby, also not far from the site of the great train robbery. That's right. Thank you, Al. Uh, yeah, so we've got, uh, yeah, that's nice. R.E.F. Holton. Well, uh, I keep going. I, I, I'm doing more of that now. I'm going back to some of the places where I, I, I caused damage just to see if I'm still barred from pubs. There's a phone in. Are you still barred from a particular pub? And uh, can you remember what the original misdemeanor was? Uh, 07849, 07849, I'm very excited today. I'm excited. I'm going out for lunch. I'm going to Cambridge to meet my mate, Rob Jelly from BBC Essex. My, one of my best uh, new mates. Uh, he's a new mate because uh, uh, when I went to BBC Essex, uh, I made a lot of new mates there. Um, and uh, a lovely station, a great station. Uh, good boss. Yeah, she's a good boss there. Yeah, slightly mad, but she's a good boss. Not slightly. She is. When she's sober, she's lovely. Um, uh, so I, I'm going to go and have and catch up and see what's happening in the world of real radio when they're uh, doing radio, the proper radio, you know, grown-up radio, where they have listeners and everything. That's great, isn't it? Uh, right, just a quick bit of uh, updates for you. Tax rise for £25 million to pay for Bright, uh, for Britain's so, for Brighton's social care, but uh, Britain's social care. Boris Johnson will break manifesto pledge. Oh, no. Oh, that must be really... Oh, no. And raise uh, national insurance by 1% or more to pay for an 80 cap, uh, £80,000 cap on care costs amid cabinet split over how big the increase will be. We will have to pay for care, but I think we just have to load it all on the kids. Right, let's just give it to the kids. They've got to pay for us now. We've done what... We've, we've destroyed the planet. We've got the climate change... Yeah, but it's time for them to look after us. So come on, kids. Couple of extra shifts, pay a bit of extra tax, look after the oldies. That's the way, that's the way it should be. Boris Johnson will hit tens of millions with a tax rise to pay for his long-awaited reform of social care. Remember he said that he had a plan for that? I have a plan to tax you more. You'll still vote Tory forevermore. I can see you. Swizzle when I tell you lies. You want all your nice bits and some pies. But he will say in return, the government will place a limit on the amount of individuals have to pay uh, for support in old age and protect them from having to sell family homes to settle bills. Yeah, I've, I did my will. And so I did a half and half thing. You've got to get half, you know, so if one of you kicks the bucket, the other can't be thrown out for care. So that's good, isn't it? Get a will done. Uh, get a will done. It's really important if you do. You get a yeah, because it's uh, uh, my when my mother-in-law died. It's a good thing because it was fantastic. She'd never sorted out. It could mean between sixty thousand pounds and eighty thousand pounds, meaning pensioners will s still face huge outlays. Huge outlays. Did he just my travel on? Yes, he did on. What was that? Carpet FM <laughs> outlays. Underlay. Underlay will still face huge outlays before the step, uh, state steps in to cover the costs. Uh, number 10 said it's, it's said to favour a 1% rise, adding about £500 to the national uh, NI levy. No, the kids can afford more. Some of these kids are paying, they're on huge amounts of money. Get a 2% up, remember 10%, go on. But the Treasury wants to push it to 1.2%, uh, 5%, uh, taking 600 more. Yeah, get up to 2%, the kids can afford it. I've said to my lads, you should be paying more. Because I'm going to need looking after. And then eventually they'll have to do it as well. They'll have to look after them, But I'm not bothered. I'll be away. I'll be done. The Times reported that Health Secretary Sajid Javid, Savage, Javid, was pushing for a 2% rise, saying, all right, saying that a 1% increase would only raise 10 billion, but far more was needed. That's true, only 10 billion. Some cabinet ministers are believed, some cabinet ministers, monsters, some cabinet ministers are believed to oppose any rise on the grounds that young workers should not have to foot the bill for the care of older, often wealthy children. Get out of here! Some cabinet ministers. You, you're trying to get young votes, aren't you? you oh. We want to be looked after. When do we want to be looked after? Now. 
So don't you start, you young people, uh, complaining about having to look after me. I want more of your money, not less. Anyway, so it's a, uh, another of the Conservative Manifesto uh, pledges bust. Yeah, it's got, it's got so. I don't know why we're going to do much. When, when it comes around to another election, all right, when you come to another election, let's just, when they come up with a manifesto, say, I wouldn't stick that up your jacksy, all right? I'm not bothered about your manifesto. Your manifesto means nothing. It means nothing to me. How to spot hidden cameras in your hotel room, ex-hacker reveals. Hang on. All right, sorry. Um, our ex-hacker reveals from shining a torch on appliances to checking the fire alarm if it's above the bed. If the fire alarm's above... Some of the hotel rooms I've stayed... Yeah, they... Your husband above the bed. Ever get the feeling you're being watched? It says here, this is from the Daily uh, Smail. Ever get the feeling that you're uh, being watched? A British TikTok user... Tick, what's the tick? Is that the... Aye, that's the wee, wee 10 second things. Aye, okay. <clears throat> I think this guy... Excuse me. I think this guy's an influencer. Yeah, he's an influencer. He influences people to think the way he's thinking. Uh, he describes himself as an ex-hacker, has shared his tips for spotting hidden cameras in hotel and Airbnb rooms. Ooh. He teaches cybersecurity and posts uh, using the handle MalwareTech. Re recommends shine a torch around the room when you arrive to look for any potential recording devices. Oh, we went away for a weekend, we got the torch out and we just, we just searched the room for devices. It was wonderful. It was really, actually, I think we felt closer after that. We just, and it was just like... In the video clip appeared on the social media platform, Marcus said the first thing you want to look for devices are a convenient place where a creeper would want to look. <laughs> Take the fire alarm, for instance. instance. It's placed above the bed, he explained, while guiding his own camera to the scene. No one can see if the device is a camera. It's to sign up. Oh, now, now, one way, oh, sorry. Now, one way to see if the device is a camera is to shine the bright light at it. If you hit the camera, I don't know why I'm talking this. If you hit the camera lens, it's going to get a bluish reflection. And now you can test this by shining a light at your phone and seeing how the camera looks when placed under a flashlight. <laughs> and as long as you're having a nice time, you, how's your room? Great, I'm still checking for bugs and perv cameras. In the video, which is not up more, more than 5.5 million views, that's more or less what I get for the podcast, he explained how it's possible... Uh, to see if a camera is there by shining bright, uh, right? So that uh, just to let you know, everybody, you've got to do. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and also check out for two-way mirrors. Oh damn, I like a two-way mirror. Right. He also made the disturbing revelation that some USB chargers can have tiny pinhole cameras in concealed inside them, which yet again you can find if you shine a light on them. Right. So here's the thing, everybody, you're being watched. Whatever you do, you're being watched, and it's as simple as this. Don't stay in a hotel. Unless you like a two-way mirror. I like mine on the ceiling myself. I like to see where I've been. What? What does that mean?
that's how I order a Subway uh, sandwich. I just going to sing that song and they go, this, yeah, that's the way I like it. Rubbish link, wasn't it? Uh, cops probing wildlife crime find full-size stuffed giraffe and zebra at a sterling home. Not a sterling home, but a sterling home. The stuffed animals were discovered, full-sized uh, full stuffed giraffe, by the way. The stuffed animals were discovered at a call-out uh, to the home by police officers. Cops investigating a suspected wildlife crime got so far. Oh, got got so got so far more than they bargained for. Nice one, Daily Record. So far more than they bargained for. When they visited a local house, police officers were given a tall order. Uh -huh. When they checked out a full-size stuffed giraffe in the conservatory of a Stirlingshire house, well, they get big conservatories in Stirlingshire. It's the thing you go in. Yeah, if you go to, you're only allowed big conservatories in Stirlingshire. It's only one, uh, only county. And the bizarre visit didn't stop there. They also discovered a zebra. A zebra? Zebra. In the kitchen. Zebra, zebra. Okay. Zebra in the kitchen of the same home. The, the peculiar find was reported last week to Stirling Council's Public Safety Committee. Councillors were being briefed on the work of a full-time local wildlife crime officer, PC Laura Robinson. Oh, it's wee Laura. Oh, great. Based in Dunblane, who drew praise for her enthusiasm for the job and her work with local communities. The committee heard that the Operation Wingspan, I see what you did there, was launched in October last year, focusing on wildlife priorities and highlighting the awareness of related issues. At the beginning of October, PC Robertson, part-time wildlife officers and local community teams went to local antique shops, auction rooms, charity shops and vet surgeries. Vet surgeries? Are they guilty of? To re-educate people on articles brought into the... Uh, uh, on articles brought into the county and the country, illegally or sold illegally. Yeah, it's like your um, elephant horns um, and your uh, what's it, uh, rhinoceros viagras. Uh, yeah, yeah. Inspector Andy Bushel. It's Andy. Andy Bushel. Oh, is he, he's an inspector now? Aye. When did he get inspect? Oh, I think it was a couple of years ago. Past, past flying colours from sergeant. Oh, I knew he'd never stay a sergeant. Inspector Andy Bushell told the committee members PC Robertson later attended a house in Fourth Valley rural area with a full-size giraffe in the conservatory and a zebra in the kitchen. Zebra, zebra. <coughs> oh, Daisy back at school today. I've just had a note. Oh, she's happy to be back at school. Good. All the paperwork was checked and found to be in order. That's okay then. If you're in Stirlingshire with a big conservatory, you can keep a stuffed giraffe in there. All right, so don't worry. If you're saying, oh, no, is it all right to keep... Uh, even if it's a full-size one, as long as it's stuffed, it's not a real one. Uh, what other one have I got for you today? Uh, man who married a sex doll finds a new love with ashtray he took from a nightclub. Uh, that's a cliffhanger I've ever had one. Hey, whose birthday is it today? 1947, Eric Bell, Thin Lizzy guitarist, is... Uh, 47 from... 47 from... That's 70, 47 from the 47 away from 21 to 47. When I passed you in the doorway, well, you took me with a glance. I should have took that last bus home, but I asked you for a dance. Now we go steady to the pictures. I always get chocolate stains on my pants. And my father, he's going crazy He says I'm living in a trance But I'm dancing in the moonlight It's caught me in its spotlight It's alright Dancing in the moonlight On this long, hot summer night Another warning I should have been in by 10 Now I won't get out till Sunday I'll have to say I stayed with friends Oh, but it's a habit worth forming If it means to justify the end Dancing in the moonlight It's caught me in its spotlight It's all right Dancing all right. in the moonlight on this long, hot summer night And I'm walking home 
tomorrow between 9 and 11 uh, with the usual Saturday Farolics. And after uh, 10, we have the weird, uh, wonderful uh, story songs, weird songs. Tomorrow the theme is songs that use sound effects deliberately. This is Vague Radio UK. I'm Ronnie Barber, in case you're wondering. I am, yes, I am. I used to be very, very famous. I used to be massive in the world of radio. Uh, then I lost a bit of weight because uh, I wasn't eating as much in the studios. Uh, and uh, yeah, by the way, don't eat food in the studios. All right, let's talk about the man who fell in love with an ashtray. <laughs> um, Kazakh uh, muscle man, Kazakh, I think that's her place. Muscle man, Yuri Tolokok. Tolokoki. Tolachoki. <laughs> Not Tolok. Tolachoko, <laughs> said he was, he was intrigued by the ashtray's brutal scent and the touch of metal as he moves on from a devastating split from a sex, wife, a sex doll wife. He married a sex doll uh, um, initially, uh, but he fell out of love with her. Um, a builder, the bodybuilder who married the sex doll last year claims he's now madly in love with an ashtray and plans to give it an artificial vagina. Well, you do. When you buy an ashtray, that's goes straight through your head. But it's one of those, it's not like a, a glass one. It's one of those ones you get in clubs. You know, it's like, a, it's an upright thing. Uh, Yuri Tolachok says he's moved on since his devastating split from Margot the doll and is building a new life. The Kazakhstan uh, uh, made international uh, headlines after tying the knot with the doll at a ceremony attended by dozens of guests in November 2020. But the couple have called it day and Yuri has a smoking new love interest. He was captivated by the ashtray in a club <laughs> and now hopes to equip it so they can get closely acquainted. <laughs> this isn't creepy at all, is it? No, you. that's what you want, yeah. <clears throat> uh, he posed in his, at first I arranged a photo shoot with it, but then it began to attract me. I wanted to touch it, smell it. I love its brutal scent, the touch of metal on my skin. It's really brutal. I also like that it has a story that's not new and it's served many people and continues to serve them. Yuri identifies himself as pansexual and can fall in love with a character and image a soul just a person. Um, pansexual. I thought that was like uh, Teflon. You like the pans, different pans. He explained all about his new relationship. I liked it. The smell of it, the touch of the metal on my skin. It's fantastic. I like the touch of sharp metal on my skin. It excites me. So I think you can understand what attracts me to this ashtray. I have a special passion for objects. They've always been alive for me, he says. This is certainly not the same person as they are completely different things. This is akin to how a violist could love his violin when she's 30 years old. Yeah, you, you can't play an ice tray, mate. I'm just going to tell you now. Yeah, you can't play an ice tray. Oh, you can maybe... Anyway, uh, but Yuri wants to take uh, further step, future steps. He may need to get some legal advice. According to local media experts' uh, reports, his union with Margot officially stands. So he's still married to the... You'll have to get a divorce for his sex doll. In Kazakhstan, the only requirement for a wedding to take a place are that both consenting parties have to be male and female and over 18 years old. Is the ashtray? Well, he's going to have an issue there, isn't he? A clue to the split could have come months before they tied the knot. Uri decided to book Margot in for plastic surgery. All right. Oh, yeah. So he, he, got, he, got the, he, you know, he married her. Uh, he saw her love at first plastic. And then he thought, oh, he could do with the extras. Um, it was a real clinic with real doctors. Uh, when I presented her photo to the world, there was a lot of criticism and she began to develop a complex, so we decided to have surgery. 
Oh, she de she developed a complex. Oh, bless her. Well, that's why. Well, I think she's well out of it. You know, if, you know, because you never know when he's going to go past. What's the next going to be like? A lamp post. Oh, I love the. Uh, I love that metal feeling and the smell of. Uh, what else have we got for you to uh, later? So now that's it. What's the Daily Express shouting about? Oh, uh, EU and huge climb down as Brussels settles with AstraZeneca after COVID row. Okay. William Pate, uh, William Pate, William and Kate moving to an apartment in Windsor. How will it look inside? I don't know. How will it look inside? Yeah, they're moving there. Galileo replacement gets green light. Oh, nothing there. Furious BBC accused of desperately trying to blame e supply issues in the EU exit. All right, is it still COVID you're blaming on Daily Express? Daily Excess. Uh, AstraZeneca breakthrough as Oxford team to test revolutionary cancer vaccines on humans. See, the, what, the, the weird thing that will come out of this, of the COVID, is that we might de develop other things in light of how we've dealt with it. Food bank for rescue dogs set up to help uh, Manchester pups in need. Uh, Sunak urged to uh, launch... Hmm, I got a taste of charcoal in my mouth there. Where did that come from? That's a weird thing, isn't it? Hmm. Just like, hmm. Looks like just a bit, bit in charcoal. Where would that come from? Anyway, Sunak urged to launch Brit Bitcoin now or risk a four billion crisis that will see the EU snatch victory. Oh, well, that's the Daily Express. They get angry just about anything at all. Uh, still to come, uh, what have we got? Uh, weird news? Anything weird news today? Uh... Kanye West, sav epically savaged by Peppa Pig after Cartoon's album gets better review. <laughs> Prince Andrew to put up a wall of silence before key sex abuse case, uh, court case, date, which his lawyers are also set to skip. I don't know how to tell him this. You've got to go and face the music. If there is music to face, go and face it. Possessing laughing gas could become illegal in UK under a government crackdown. Of a government crackdown. Well done. Brad Pitt says he's crankier now he's older, but who's his class in a new coffee ad? Yeah, he's done the uh, same thing as uh, Clooney did. Alexandra Burke says doing celebrity SAS Who Dares Wins was the best decision of her life. Yeah, they all go through this kind of change, don't they, when they go through and get beaten up and, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Interrogated and waterboarded. I think if you're waterboarded. Oh, Strictly Come Dancing start day finally uh, start date finally confirmed by the BBC. When's it move? When's it coming? So, uh, the much would 18th of December. We'll start on eight. It's Strictly's coming back on the 18th. Hallelujah! We have got the Strictly back. Well, it's Saturday night's tied up, isn't it? I know some of you don't like it, but oh, uh, what else we got? I mean, that, that racism last night at the England-Hungary game was just disgraceful. we just got to ban these countries from playing football. Just horrible. Uh, that's the mirror. All right. Uh, man left terrified after Big Cat stalks him. Uh, baffled Glasgow boys convinced they've seen a portal in the sky. That's that's the uh, that's the one I'll go with. That's the one. A portal in the sky over Glasgow. Is it Uranus? No, it's just these trousers.
As well, from 11 o'clock tomorrow on Vague Radio UK, the Honky Tonk Cabin with John Finch celebrating the very best in uh, British country music. Only show, I think it's the only show that's dedicated to British country music. Uh, right, we're going to nearly the end, and then I'm off to Cambridge uh, to meet my mate for Lunchy Poos. Oh, to see the jelly, Meister. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's nice to see old pals, isn't it? And he is an old pal. Well, he's an old new pal. Uh, baffled Glasgow boys convinced they have seen a portal in the sky after a UFO appears over city for a second day in a row. Robert Hampston and his friend Jake Griffiths, they've been pals for a while to be fair, say a glowing floating object appeared above their heads at a flat in Merchant City on both Tuesday and Wednesday night at exactly the same time. Oh, ho, ho. have we got this? Maybe there'll be sound effect with this. <coughs> Two baffled uh, Glasgow lads are absolutely convinced they have spotted a portal in the sky after a UFO appeared above the city for the second night in a row. Yesterday we told how a... This is from the Daily Record. We've got some good stories to debate today. Yes, we told how a large white glowing circle, which looked like a, to be a black inner ring, it, uh, appeared at the, around 11.30 on Tuesday and 24 hours later it was back. On both occasions, the... On both occasions, the object stayed in the sky for around an hour before disappearing and leaving the pair stunned. And those two don't get stunned easy. They're, they're practically unstunnable. They're known as the... Uh, where, where are, where's Jake and uh, Rab? Are they unstunnables? Where are they? They're, they're, they're up looking at the sky. Robert, 18, told the record it appeared again. It was in the same place at exactly the same time. It literally had moved slightly to the left a bit, but it's still in the same area around 11.30. It's unbelievable. Oh. We just went outside and it was up there again Just doing the same thing I couldn't believe it We used three different phones And it all happened on the same phone So we know the cameras isn't faulty Or anything like that And on both nights Pictures taken by Robert and Jake Who is 21 uh, Jake's 21 by the way Robert's 18 But they've been pals And he's originally from Shep Shed in Leicestershire So he's English That adds a lot of bit of a you know, clarity to it doesn't it I showed a circular shape uh, with an inner ring. In the videos taken by the pair each night, which we have joined together, you can see the very similar and uh, mysterious glow in the sky. You don't have to keep playing that. 
And on Thursday after the first sighting, UFO and paranormal researcher Malcolm Robinson suggested the object could have been a Chinese lantern or a drone or a flare. Ugh. But after the, uh, the object appeared in the sky for a second night in a row, film production student Robert rubbish these claims. Oh, he's into film production. Hmm. Do we get suspicious? Do we? Yeah. He said, my personal opinion is that honestly that it's some kind of portal. A picture we took looks exactly like a UFO. I honestly don't think it's a Chinese lantern. How could it be there in the exact same time at the same place? Good point, Rab. He's, he's studying film. Whatever it is, it's totally spooked Robert and Jake. We were just like, what the hell's going on? It doesn't appear during the day, just at night. Then it just went away at the same time. <sighs> in the video, you can see it spiralling, so it's hard to explain. Don't Chinese lanterns spiral? I've never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Uh, the UFO and paranormal uh, researcher Malcolm Robinson, uh, founder of Strange Phenomena Investigation, said, so they photographed the object again last night. Most UFOlogists would then suggest that what they're photographing is just a bright star or a planet. They just burst his bubble. You're supposed to give the boys a wee bit of... Another weird story. Priest claims demons have figured out how to send menacing text messages. Stephen Rossetti believes that demons have now worked out to torment their victims, uh, families, and, and any priests attempted to carry out exorcisms via text messages. I didn't know you could do a exorcism with a text message. A priest has claimed that these uh, evil demons are, are, are now sending menacing text messages. Uh, Stephen Rossetti is a licensed psychologist and counsellor said that they do it to torment their victims, their families and any priest attempted to save them Mr Rossetti said we have had three cases <laughs> my voice went up we have had three cases in which demons have texted the team or the family in possession <laughs> don't have to keep playing that every time I... it's like punctuation, bad punctuation by the way Two of these cases were the most difficult cases we have had so far, and the third involved a pious family with priestly and religious vocations among the children. So we are all high-value targets with high-ranking powerful demons. Oh, right, I'm a target. Am I getting headhunted by the devil? Right, put my CV in. What things have you really been bad and done bad things? That suggests that it takes considerable spiritual energy to cross over and manipulate such items as this physical world. The 70-year-old who, uh, alongside his team, performs up to 20 exorcisms a week in Washington, D.C., shared the example of some of the messages. He said, her, her torment start now, priest, all night. We will make her bleed. Crikey. I mean, if, if it's a spell check, it's fairly good spelling for a demon. I would expect, you know. He claims demon... I wonder what um, platform only he's with, O2 or... He claims the many interference in technology is nothing new with a long and well-documented history of them flicking lights on and off and targeting TVs. All right, so the takeaway from this, everybody, is that there's a good chance if you get a text message from somebody and it's a bit scary, it's probably a demon. Okay, just to warn you, so it's a demon. Hey, I'm back tomorrow between 9 and 11 uh, with uh, great tunes and a bit of talk as well. Talk and roll, I think we call it these days. Uh, Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. If you want to make any suggestions about the show, I'll completely ignore them. Have a good day and wear a mask, please. And keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. Pigeon from hell, oh, through sending a 